Welcome to Gain That Tune. part there wow before we even get started <laughs> that, that sounds rather absurd yeah <laughs> okay you'll, you'll, are we you actually live that later <laughs> we are live <sighs> jesus christ so welcome to game that tune everybody what is going on man we're starting off august absurdity with uh some just kind of john absurdity the classic johnny <laughs> Um, it's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Wyland. Say hey. Hey. Yep. Uh, looks like we're having a little bit of trouble with David's video, but I'm sure we'll get that back online. Uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Too, we're going to listen to some video game music, guess the games based on the songs, three songs from each game, a little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun. And it is motherfucking August, which means it's time for August Absurdity. Johnny, hit it. Johnny, that's not my August Absurdity sound. Did I, did I fuck up? I don't... What, what sound did you play? Uh, it, it's titled, Who's Next, Motherfuckers? I don't know how that got there. Um, what game is that from, fellas? <gasps> oh what? my god! <laughs> what? what? Could it be? <laughs> Finally! Jesse has come back to the podcast. <laughs> the hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of Jesse's fans have been asking, Where have you been? And I'll just say this. It's been hard times, baby. Hard times. <laughs> and also, the hundreds and hundreds of Jesse's fans asked, How do you feel about David Wyland taking your place? And I said, Well, it's like this. Remember when the thing from the Fantastic Four went into space to wrestle? Well, they needed someone else to uh, fill the, the void, so they got, like, She-Hulk or Namor to show up. And... But now, the ever-loving blue-eyed boy from Yancey Street is coming home, and it's clobbering time. And that's the bottom line, because Jesse said so. <laughs> oh, and fuck geology. So let's get this podcast going. I got so much to talk about, about Parks and Rec. This is going to be great, guys. <laughs> fuck. Uh, Jesse, we're happy to have you back, but uh, this, uh, this actually came that too, not the podcast right now. Um, oh, fuck! Yeah. Oh, I've been bamboozled again, damn it! Podcast per- has been gone longer than you have, pal. But uh, <laughs> it's alright, man. Holy shit, Jesse Moore is back in the Ooh. house. Right off the bat, that deserves a how absurd. How absurd! <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, this is, uh, this is truly a momentous absurdity. Uh, so, wow. Um, yeah, so it's August Absurdity, and we started off with something absurd, the return of our fantastic co-host, Jesse Moore. 
And uh, yeah, we got. Uh, I think we got a really fun show coming up tonight. We got five great games, uh, and since it's August absurdity, uh, it's uh, it's free play season, gentlemen. So Johnny, I I hope you have that. Maybe it's just more Jesse music. <laughs> Game that too. August absurdity. Free play. Whenever I take over, the first episode is going to be uh, me, <laughs> Eugene Levy, and Everybody shut the fuck up. I'm talking about Yoshi and cookies. Guys, yeah. I'm not saying it was space pirates, but it was space pirates. You, like, lift your shirt up and you have, like, a tattoo of, like, all the Final Fantasy characters, like, beheaded. What the hell do I have to do to get fired? These guys are crazy! Hey! Patreon.com slash game that tune. One gentleman warrior to another in absurd combat. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Alright, that was amazing. I vote we just... Can that be a ringtone? Can we just end it the can't. episode now? <laughs> uh, yeah. I love how you this game's just winner push is. every button on the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do an absurd free play jingle, people. You know, you find a piece of backing music, like the instrumental version of fucking uh, Careless Whisper, and then you hit every sound on your soundboard. So, Ooh. uh... Man, I don't think we actually need to do the show. The show is canceled. Uh, Jesse wins for returning to the show. Um, but you know, for those uh, for those of you watching and listening along, I guess we can actually go through the show. So, uh, everybody got your uh, got your absurd hats. Ooh, I do. I'm struggling because mine's more of a hoodie. But there we then go. Johnny, let's uh, let's start the show. All right. Game one. Interesting.
like that a lot. Yeah, Very that's upbeat cool. and adventure yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, who would like adventure. a little bit of trivia for this game? Uh, Ooh, yes. Me, please. I need okay. trivia. No, nobody said anything. It was like, uh, does anybody want trivia? Uh, so <laughs> this game received a direct sequel two years after its release, which uh, altered a few of the basic concepts. The most notable change, it replaced all of the characters and settings in this game with Disney characters and settings.
Great tunes. Yeah. Who has some guesses? Well, a thorough Googling of Disney games has led me to an absurdly wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything at all. (laughs) It's good to have you back, pal. (laughs) I wouldn't say that. Um... Jesse has a scribble, which is incorrect. John Harrington says Toontown Online 2, which is incorrect. And John Regan says Kingdom Hearts 0, which is incorrect. Damn it. This is Meteos for the Nintendo DS. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a good game. (laughs) It sure is. And, uh, oh, so what, did they make like a Sum Sum game with it? No, they made a, a sequel that was just Meteos Disney Magic, and it's exactly oh, okay. the same game, except hmm. I think they changed like one or two control things, and it replaced the characters with Disney. I didn't want to interrupt, Damn, but you didn't Meteos let me play the sweet. We All Got It Wrong sound effect that we'll be using for August of Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Jesse, are, are you the only one who has played Meteos? John, John, have you ever played Meteos? Never heard of it. Did not play it. Okay. Um, Meteos, as, as one of the hosts of this show might possibly describe it, this game is fucking dope. That is Jesse all over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so so nice to reference what? Jesse with him back in the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, this game is amazing. Let me break down why. So this game is a break it down. This game is a falling block puzzle game where you're supposed to match three blocks either horizontal or vertically, right? John, mm-hmm. get ready on the soundboard. But right. this game is set in space. Uh, I, don't know. Yeah. I forgot to load up the space sound effect. <laughs> so, unlike, oh, unlike Tetris or Puyo Puyo or Yoshi's Cookie or any of the other puzzle games where once you make your match, the blocks disappear, the bottom of the block turns into a little rocket and starts to fly off. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm sold. <laughs> it, it's different already, but here's where it gets even better. Because because it's set in space, space, you go to different planets, and every planet has a different gravitational pull. So some planets have really light gravity, so the goal is to match the blocks as fast as possible to shoot them up. Some of them have really heavy gravity, so you have to like combo the pieces together and make big chains. Otherwise, they won't reach escape velocity and they won't go. Not oh, so cool. Yeah. I want to play it now. <laughs> so every single block that you shoot, you actually like get to keep because there's different. It's not just colored blocks. There's they each have an element tied to them. So there's like fire, ice, rock, or I think there's like a life one and a couple others. So the more that you like, the more blocks you collect, you can use those to fuse other planets to play on, to collect more blocks. Every planet that you go to has a different art style. It has a different music to it. Hmm. Yes, exactly. Jesse has a picture of three blocks turned into a rocket flying off. That's that's <laughs> I mean, what I the love game it, looks like. Yeah. And then with <laughs> with so more good. videos, you can fuse power ups that you can use while playing the game, and it's just. It's a fun puzzle game, but this whole, like, 
shoot the blocks into space thing really changes how it plays, and yeah, this game is amazing. Hmm. So, it translates really well into a Disney sequel eventually, right? I mean, they Obviously. turn into what, like, princess castles or something? Like, they turn into uh, <laughs> the Small World ride? I'm trying to, like, why would they make this a, di like, a Disney puzzle game? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, and from what I'm to understand, like, I haven't played the Disney one, but from what I've seen, it's still the exact same game. Uh, it's hmm. just now the blocks are, like basic color matching blocks and instead of being on like a different planet you're in like halloween town and jack skellington is there standing next to like the play field with all of <laughs> with all the planets and all the different graphic and music changes it actually changes what the blocks are so like some planets they're actual solid blocks sometimes they're like weird round little alien symbols there's one planet um and i I debated using this song because it's literally just four notes repeating over and over and over again. But there's a planet <laughs> called Gigagush, and it's based on like space invaders. So all of the medias blocks are just little space invader shapes. I love it. I'm also yeah. gonna write that down as a uh, fucking nerd porn title. I'm not sure why that hasn't been used yet. You Ooh, know, but you know, come on, Gigagush. Just <laughs> mm. sounds like you're stuttering a little bit, but also, I mean. Okay, so one, um, Gigagush is definitely the title of this episode now. Two, if you get the <laughs> opportunity to play some kind of like stupid song with only four notes, David, you should always do it. I'm disappointed, man. <laughs> well, because it, it's, funny, it's just like those four notes repeating, and then because the the music, it was hard to find music for this because all of the music is just like 20 second clips, uh, but every planet has three different music, like a like basic track when you're playing against like another person and then like when you're getting your ass kicked and you're about to lose so it's just like various sped up forms yeah. so the the giga gush music is usually is literally like 30 seconds of dun 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 <laughs> oh. and then like the intermediate one is that but slightly faster and then the hurry up is that but very fast i would have loved it nice <laughs> oh dude yeah john regan would have just you know just mm. I did sit down and I edited it together, and I had it, and I was so tempted to use it, so I will send it to you, and we can have that playing all during this discussion. <laughs> Good say, we'll see you in the bonus tunes, everybody. <laughs> yeah. In Battle Zone, here comes four notes worth of music. Um, <laughs> well, hell yeah, man, shit. Uh, you know, yeah, I wish I had played more, uh, I wish I had played more of, like, everything that was on the DS. You know, I had a DS, and just didn't use it to its full potential. Probably because, you know, I wasn't living somewhere with mass transit or nor did I have a job where I had a lot of extra time to hang out and play games while I was at it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great system with a lot of fun games. And I've heard you talk about this one in the past. I'd kind of forgotten this game even existed. But, uh, yeah, man, I just uh, missed I out think on most all things for the DS. <laughs> I think, I mean, the original DS game is kind of hard to find from what I've heard. Um, I believe there's a port of it on, like, Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network, and I believe Steam. So mm. there are, like, sequel port versions of this that you can find, and I highly, highly recommend it. It's a really good puzzle game, and cool. also it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, like if there was, like, a unsavory character in, like, a dark alley, and he was like... How is DS emulation these days? <laughs> and uh, what would you what would you say to that fella? 
That's a good question. You know, phrased correctly. I mean, obviously, I personally would say I don't, I don't emulate my games. I purchase them. Good day to you. Um, I'm not sure if it wasn't me. What the state of DS emulation is? Maybe John might know because he's more of a tech head. But I was gonna say, as that man's nice. handler and supplier, I would then I be tech. waiting in a car, and I'd call you over to the window, and I'd say, "Hey." Remember on the show when I used Super Princess Peach? I had never played it before on an actual DS, but I was able to uh, successfully emulate it on my computer to a, a pretty satisfying extent, if you catch them adrift. Well, I mean, you in know, this hypothetical situation, which I'd like to stress purely hypothetical, as John's giving me this clearly false information, um, I would say, yeah, Thank emulation you. might technically be a way. Um, but, none of, but guys, what, John, what emulator did you use? <laughs> um, it's uh, it's that one you gave me. It's called RetroArch. It's very addictive. <laughs> I like this break yeah. the whole bit. <laughs> you got you got me hooked on RetroArch, buddy. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I got, finally got over my crack addiction. You got me addicted to emulating games, which is more <laughs> evil. Yeah, it's a nefarious <laughs> drug. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's another topic for another meeting. Um, so anything else, David, on uh, on Meteos or illegal DS emulation, which we do not perform? Oh, uh, I, I would just like to say illegal DS emulation is a bad thing, and I would not condone that in any way, shape, or form. I do, however, condone playing Meteos, because Meteos, as I said, is fucking dope. Do you condone doing whatever it takes to play Meteos? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I, I, I would say do whatever it takes to play this game, provided that it's going to your local Blockbuster and renting this from the DS section. Yes. You you heard the man. You know, you wouldn't download a car. Down the road. So, uh, yeah. I've always uh, hated that because I totally would download a car if I could. Like, I have no problem downloading a car. Yeah. I but thought the anyway. Forza game had some uh, car downloads. <laughs> hey oh, he's <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh, you know, great game, great tunes, and uh, let's uh, let's keep it going, Johnny. Game two. Fun. Woo. Ooh. <laughs> you son Pretty of a sure bitch. I played this recently. <laughs>
Carl, who's ready for some trivia? Oh, please. Sure thing. In Can't a wait. prototype version of this game, the health restoring item was a cheeseburger instead of ice cream. Oh. Huh. Um. see some cards and uh, <laughs> oh hey I was right everyone got DuckTales <laughs> playing that ultra before I even read the cards That's everyone says DuckTales everyone is correct everyone gets a point this is DuckTales for the Nintendo Entertainment System fuck yeah dude <laughs> of oh, course God, that was that was such a good Hail Mary guess <laughs> you know really, really you struggled on that just one a tad bit more Johnny and played the moon song and that, then that's my bonus just, tune <laughs> which, yeah. oh. which David successfully pre predicted before we started the episode David awesome. yeah, a peek behind the scenes from when this episode started John did a sound test to make sure that we all could hear the music played literally like two seconds of that song maybe five notes and David went oh you went with that well I bet you uh I'm betting you played, you know, three songs, and then the most obvious song is your bonus two. <laughs> and John just like fucking turned beat red. It was awesome. I was very well, tempted. You, you have to, you have to uh, perfectly set the scene. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be very pissed if you pick three songs and then save like the best famous one for your bonus music. And then John says, <laughs> "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I was very uh, tempted to play the moon theme just to spite you, <laughs> and yeah, then exactly. scramble for your <laughs> bonus music during the show. <laughs> I was really hoping uh, for a Mario T situation up, and your trivia is trivia's moon theme. So see you later. Or you go with the super obvious, you know, August absurdity Johnny trivia, like you know. This game's main character bounces on a cane. <laughs> and, um, the other trivia, the other trivia I was considering was though he has no voice actor in this game. <laughs> though he has no voice actor in this NES game, this character is Scottish. Like, <laughs> it is possible to finish the game with Mega zero. Man six. <laughs> it is best <laughs> Scottish one. It is possible to finish this game with zero dollars. Upon doing so, you get a special ending where the newspaper reads, Scrooge McDuck has lost his fortune. <laughs> uh, but he found the real fortune of the love of his uh, nephews or something, right? That's that's what happens when you win this game. It's not just about collecting the money. 
Ah, who knows? Um, so, uh, DuckTales, woo-oo, <laughs> um, man, maybe you've heard of it. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, is this the pinnacle of, like, Capcom Disney licensed games for the NES? Ooh, it's definitely one of the best. I mean, it, it might be the pinnacle. I think yeah. so. Because, you know, they had, a, they had a good little run there. You know, I think this is the most well-loved. Was this one on that uh, that one they just... The, the collection they just released? The Saturday Morning it, Breakfast Mix or whatever? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. If I remember, it, it's uh, this, DuckTales 2. Chippendale, Chippendale 2. Darkwing Duck, and then Tailspin. Tailspin. Yes. Man, we need to get back into Tailspin. Where's the where's the Tailspin reboot, people? You're bringing back DuckTales. Oh, my Bring God. Bring back motherfucking Tailspin. You know. I want to know where the I'd, reboot I'd is. Down. Since Disney did a live-action Jungle Book, can we get a live-action Tailspin? Holy yeah. crap, oh. that would be so cool. <laughs> Bill Murray suddenly playing, you know, Baloo, but flying a plane and, like, going to a, you know, Copacabana Club to hang out with Christopher Walken. Like, fuck yeah, I want a live-action Tailspin <laughs> yeah. movie. Like, it's like, that sounds well, it's fucking amazing. Like, it sounds like a good idea, and then when you go back through the cast of that movie, it just gets better and better. Like, Bill Murray as exactly. Baloo. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, Christopher Walken as King Louie. Yeah, of yeah. course. Idris Elba as Shere Khan. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wood? Watch. Sounds like a Patreon goal to me, guys. Ooh. Exactly. God, we really gotta get enough money to get Bill Murray to do whatever we want. You know, he's a tough nut to crack, but I think those Patreon dollars are where it's at. <laughs> we should, we should uh, add a tier that's like... No, nobody's gonna use it, but add a tier that's... If you contribute $5,000 a month, it's the yeah. get Bill Murray to do anything tier. Right, or just you know, get, you know, a tear for give us Bill Murray's phone number, and you know, we'll do whatever you want. <laughs> It'll be great. I bet, like the thing about Bill Murray is that he doesn't have an agent, and he just kind of does what he wants. So it's all about like, yeah. if you can just come up with a pitch that appeals to Bill Murray, he'll probably do it. You know, mm -hmm. and I feel like like yeah, Bill Murray, you voice a bear that flies a plane. He'd probably say okay. <laughs> well, he's already voiced the bear, Finally. so it's like you know. yeah. How'd you like yeah. to reprise the role from the Jungle Book? Oh, you just need a, another Jungle Book? Yeah, but this time, you're in an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Why well, not? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure about this. Is the bear still naked? No, he's got a hat and a, and a shirt. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, All exactly. Right, we're good. Good, good. I'm into it. <laughs> can, I have a, can I have one of the hats? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a nice looking hat, Bill. Um, so yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Tailspin's dope, but uh, DuckTales. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the game woo. that we're actually supposed to discuss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what does there to say about DuckTales? You, you play as Scrooge McDuck, which seems funny because you'd think you'd be able to play as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, you know, yeah, like, if uh, you think about it, it's like, you, you, hey, you want to play this video game? Where you gonna play this old crotchety man? You know, yeah, gonna, he's a duck man at least, grandpa but the he's game. still an old man. <laughs> <laughs> How many other games let you play as like? someone's, like, great-uncle or grandpa or whatever, like, you know, think about it. Yeah, like, no, well, not see, many. That's mm. that's the great thing, like, you know, it's representation for the elderly in video games. There, there should <laughs> yes, be more. Exactly. Tasteful representation. I mean, he bashes enemies yeah. with a cane. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, who are the great old characters in games? Is it Snake and Scrooge McDuck? And There's, like, uh, that old from Virtual Fighter. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know, there are, there are a few old uh, old you know fighting game characters. I'm thinking Shang Tsung, 
but then he absorbs some yeah. souls and he looks young again. You know, think Hachi, about it. I suppose. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's uh, I mean, yeah, old characters turn up in fighting games. But Peppy's like kind of old. Yeah, Peppy is old. He retires in the GameCube Star Fox, <laughs> um, which we shall not talk about. Um, what old yeah, people would you like? What old people would you like to see represented video games? Like, I would play a game where I get to play as Andrew Jackson in the Senate, like beating people up with a cane <laughs> or something like that. Like, that'd be pretty sweet. John, what you're thinking of is Ducktales. That's literally what you do in this game. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's basically, like a, basically a just a retelling of American history. Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was thinking they should make a James Bond game, but you're old James Bond, so it's Sean Connery's voice the whole time. Like, and so the never movements, say never again. And the movement's really slow. <laughs> like, you know, I think it's a pretty good idea. Really slow, you know, deliberate first-person shooter with a you know, bad Sean Connery voice double. Sounds like a home run to me. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, you jump it on things and bounce off them with a cane. It's DuckTales stuff. I'm trying to remember. I played. Uh, did Ducktales 2 come out for? It came out for NES, right? Yes, but it is, it is incredibly NES rare. Yeah, I like played DuckTales it for the Game Boy. I say it again. And I played it for the Game Boy for sure, mm. and it was just okay. <laughs> like, uh, didn't grab me like uh, like the first Ducktales did. But uh, I don't know, man. It's a it's a fun series. And Capcom made fun Disney games. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Is there any argument for a, a different game as better than DuckTales in terms of Capcom and Disney, or like Disney in general? I mean, let's let our nostalgia well, wash over us and really anoint this game. I will say, greatest game of all time. Rescue Rangers was uh, simultaneously multiplayer. <sighs> that is a very good point. Mm. You know, so two players simultaneous multiplayer is fucking. You playing uh, Rescue Rangers? That's oh. what we need. We need a new DuckTales game. But instead of playing as Scrooge McDuck alone, you can have like competitive co-op where you can play as Scrooge, Launchpad, the three nephews, or Webby. Yeah. So wait, you're saying six-player simultaneous platforming? Because that sounds like uh, pretty complicated. Well, I'd imagine. Yeah, Gizmo. I mean, I'd imagine two, but like, there's a roster to choose from. I like it. You know, I was thinking if you just did Scrooge and the Nephews, it'd be pretty fun to be like a new Super Mario Bros. situation. New DuckTales! You know, come on. It's genius. You can't tell me it's not genius. I don't know how it improves the game, but it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. I get All David the kids, Tan for some reason, also bounce on canes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what reason the Nephews have to bounce on their canes, but... There'd probably be an opening cutscene where they all break their ankles or something. And, you know. Just give them, like, kid pogo sticks. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> How bad is it that I'm just here thinking, like, they can just bounce <laughs> on their dicks? Makes sense. <laughs> That's very bad, Sean. What's wrong with you? Very bad. <laughs> it's, it's called DuckTales, man. <laughs> you know, where do their dicks factor into this? Like, <laughs> First off, why are you thinking about the dicks of, like, very young ducks. duck children. Second off, have you ever heard of duck fetuses? They're not good. <laughs> they're yeah, not great, John. <laughs> In yeah. fact, they're foul. Oh! oh. 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 He's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes! Oh, shit. Jesse's back with a vengeance, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, DuckTales is dope. And, uh, you know, uh, who all played DuckTales Remastered a couple years ago when that came out? I did. That I game not. was fucking awesome. 
Yeah, dude, fucking dope. Like, just make everything look just like the cartoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sweet. It's all I, I ever mean, wanted when I was a kid. For crying out loud, they got, like, Alan Young and, uh, June Foray back. They were both in their 90s, and they were oh, voicing they, it that game. They did. Rest in peace, June Foray, by the way. You know, God. She's awesome. Also, like, the original Capcom music, remixed by Jake Kaufman. Yep. Ooh. Fucking incredible. Now, quite frankly, as we're saying this, I'm surprised we haven't heard this yet on the show. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> look for that in a future episode of Game That Tune. Uh, you know, DuckTales Remastered, fantastic. Johnny, anything else on, uh, on DuckTales or, uh, Duck Genitals? Game 3. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Yeah.
Well, Damn. that got uh, pretty crazy. I love it. <laughs> that, that's, how right. su- that's how it's supposed to go, right? Like, I didn't mess something <laughs> up, I don't think. <laughs> oh, God, Johnny Soundboard's just went double absurd. time. <laughs> <laughs> There's some trivia coming up. I fucking love the soundtrack. <laughs> that was pretty uh, nice. This is our request, by the way. Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> this is our request. Oh, you're going to say, of course it is again. Uh, this request comes from friend of the show and frequent requester at Delition Hikari on Twitter. Of course it does. <laughs> our so, Patreon preferred requester. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this man nuts. gets request I priority. Close <laughs> the tab that had my trivia. Okay, trivia for this game. Players can choose from a number of characters, including an American boxer, a British female bodybuilder, 
a top hat wearing Spaniard, a Norwegian polar bear, a Ghanaian bodybuilder with an afro and a rubber ducky on top, a Russian bodybuilder with a mohawk and headphones, and a Japanese bodybuilder with goofy goggles and a top knot. None of those helped. <laughs> I love bodybuilding games. <laughs> the Japanese game. <laughs> you know, a Google of games featuring bodybuilders doesn't really help anything. Uh, <laughs> okay, further trivia. This game features bodybuilders and is not Cho any <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, well, I got, a, I got a great fucking joke pun that I'm sure you're not going to be able to pronounce, but man, if you like if you like fucking video games and World's Strongest Man competitions, I'm telling you, this is the best answer ever. Alright, so uh, Jesse says Power Stone, which is incorrect. Uh, John Regan has an anime emoji cat, which possibly will let the uh, judges tell. Ooh. And 
Sean Harrington says, uh, "Exactly." <laughs> Katamari Sushi Pudzinowski. It's a uh, Katamari Pudzinowski. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, that you is, know, somebody out there loves that joke. <laughs> that is incorrect. Uh, this is Muscle March for the Nintendo Wii. Sure it is. <laughs> Go on. Um, I believe everybody got got this one wrong. So. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm doing too many things at once. <laughs> you know, let me just let me just do some uh, some bodybuilding real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just got on a good a uh, good couple of reps there. So, um. The reason that I took this request for this show is because I've actually played this game before. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, it is a it's a downloadable WiiWare game, and it is very Japanese. And no the premise way. is someone's you are a group of bodybuilding friends, and someone steals a jar of your protein powder, so you're chasing them around trying to get it back. Um, and the game is spent. The game is spent there. There's like two main things. You shake the Wii remote and nunchuck to run faster to try to catch them. And then they duck into a building and burst through a series of walls. So you then have to use them to pose yourself to fit through the holes in the walls. <laughs> and then once you like get back onto the street, you shake to try to catch them up. Uh, it's not very deep. It's very silly, but when you've had a few drinks and you've got friends over, it's one of those really good like point and laugh games. I think so, yeah, if I'm picturing it. So, you know, guys are chasing down somebody and they have to run through, like, man-shaped holes in the wall. Yes, the person that they're chasing, like, bursts through the wall, so you have to hold the controller in various ways to pose yourself to fit through the hole (laughs) in the wall. Which, Uh, while I was looking for trivia for this game, I discovered is actually, like... A trope in Japan. It's a yes, thing. it is. I was just about to say that. That sounds like all those hole in the wall game shows they make in Japan, like which are fucking awesome. <laughs> like you ever see clips of really great hole in the wall fails? They're fucking hilarious. Like you know, hole in the wall games are awesome. What, I love those hole? videos. Uh, yeah. Not quite no. what a. <laughs> they don't just uh, show that, that on work? Japanese television. You know, it's it's not very fun. There's it's blurred. But, Porky's um, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's, it's now you're like, curious. Did they ever make a Porky's video game? I bet they did. I bet they did not. <laughs> Porky's the Telltale game. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's damned. more like it's more like Human Tetris. You have to like there's there's whole there's walls coming at you on a conveyor belt. And you have to contort your body into a really uncomfortable shape in order to pass through the wall. And frequently, you know, you get knocked into a big, you know, thing of water or whatever they do in Japan to humiliate people. It's fucking hilarious. And uh, so they made a game based on that, which, uh, with bodybuilders. And I'm looking at it now. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) Um, It's so colorful. To our requester, Dell, in the chat, uh, who confirmed what I found in research, they did make a Porky's game for Atari 2600. God damn it, of course they did. (laughs) Nice. It's but yeah. yeah. It's just a it's just Can't a Custer's Revenge new, uh, reskin, isn't it? Atari like, to come out. <laughs> just, um, just, Muscle March uh, is a very silly, very Japanese game. Yeah, no, I, I love it, man. I'm looking at, I'm looking it up now, and 
It's, uh, you know, fucking... It, it was made by Namco Bandai, apparently, which explains why the music sounds like Katamari music, because uh, the two composers on it, Akitaka Toyama and Yoshihito Yano, uh, they are in-house uh, Namco guys. They do music for Tekken and the Katamari series. I know them by name. Um, <laughs> so, good for this game, man. Great tunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, wow, what a... What a very odd game. And why is one of the characters a panda bear? Or a, a, a polar bear? Like, well, six bodybuilders body and a polar bear. Is, they, um, like, you can tell they tried to, like, represent <sighs> other countries. Like, oh, let's have someone from England. Let's have someone from Africa. But it's it's also <laughs> Japan in their yeah. very silly ways. Like, let's have somebody from Africa. Let's give them a giant afro. Oh, we want somebody from, like, Norway. Fuck it, polar bear. I was, I was gonna say, yeah, let's have somebody from the Arctic Circle, you know, a polar bear. Uh, sure. I would have thought the uh, giant muscular blonde woman would have been the Norwegian one, but it shows what I no, know. No, that's the Brit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. What a weird fucking game. <laughs> like, <laughs> the videos of it are so funny. Look at their their butts wiggle in such a funny way when they run. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a very silly game. It's um, remarkably silly. They're just, they're all running in a line. I, you, I didn't realize that it's a multiplayer game and you can, it's all of you running in a single file line through the same pose hole. And like, what the hell, man? This game's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I, I love it. I, you know, too bad this is a WiiWare game. I'm never going to play this. Like, God. I love the things that are just lost to previous console generations. I mean, what the hell? This is uh, this is fascinating and deserving of a reboot. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it looks like somebody like somebody was just fucking around at like Namco and like, hey, what are you what are you working on? It's like, uh, nothing, man. Just, oh yeah, what are all those bodybuilder skins you have on your computer? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be working on that. You're supposed to be working on that hole in the wall game. I got something better. <laughs> yes. I love the idea of like some Japanese programmer who's basically acting like a 14 year old looking at porn when their parents walk in. Like, hey, man, what you working on? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm doing research yeah. for a paper. This sounds yeah. like a pretty good episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, I would definitely watch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Larry just has a fucking hard drive full of bodybuilding pictures for research purposes and uh, is forced to cover up the lie by making a Japanese puzzle game. <laughs> yep, sounds like Kirby Enthusiasm to me. <laughs> Why not? Uh, speaking of which, we need the Kirby Enthusiasm song on the soundboard for when Ooh. one of us does something really fucking awkward. Um, oh my god, yes. That'd be so dope. <laughs> John mentions duck penises. Comes with just a permanent shrug. Um, well, hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, muscle March for WeWear is uh, something I did not know existed before just now. And I'm regretting that because what a fucking enigma this game is. <laughs> I, I wish that it was it had a physical release just so we could have the back of the box quote David Fleming from Game That Dude. So, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, um, hell yeah. 
great requests, great tunes, again, because, like I said, it's Namco's in-house guys who make, uh, somehow veer wildly between making, like, dubstep techno music for fucking Tekken games and crazy anime music for fucking Katamari games. Uh, every now and then they diverge and they get an assignment like Muscle March, which is halfway between Tekken and Katamari, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> great requests. Thanks, Dell. Uh, if you want to play your requests on the show ahead of Dell's, you can go to patreon.com slash game that tune and donate more money than he did. And uh, that'll get your requests on the show. <laughs> but for now... Straight up, that's, I mean, you know, But, you know, for now, I fucking love getting all these requests because it's really, uh, you know, just like last week with Bumpy Trot, this is informing me of a game that I had no idea existed what? and I'm very happy to know about it, so... I, 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 oh. I, and I'm not just saying this because he's a Patreon producer, but like, Delpa gives us the best requests, like hands down. Really like, I really love them. <laughs> like they're so good. Yeah. The man I, is like a very deep well of obscure, bizarre video games. Yeah. yeah. And when you know, if you want to give a theme to this month of absurdity, it's practically Dell's month. So you know, <laughs> not the last you've heard from him. <laughs> so uh, fuck yeah, Johnny. Let's keep it going, man. Game four.
Mm. That's a fun tune. I like, I like it. it. So, this game... Uh, let's see. This game's arcade cabinet featured PlayStation 2 controller ports on both sides, giving players the option of using their PlayStation 2 controller instead of the cabinet's built-in joysticks. Huh. Are you guys feeling? Just terrible. Seconds. Um, I can give you know one more piece. PlayStation Two. Yeah, I can give one more piece of like giveaway trivia if you're familiar with the series. Sure. Uh, this is the first entry in the series in which the phrase "Get ready for the next battle" is spoken out loud before each fight. Hmm. I just had to double check something. It's not what I thought. God, that's <laughs> a disqualifying second trivia. Yeah. Hmm. Right. I see a dick coming on screen. Let's see. Uh, John Regan says a dick. Jesse Moore says Marvel vs. Oh, Capcom 2. And David has the correct answer. Tekken 5. Oh, yeah. Nice. It sounded yep. like a Tekken game, and then it was just a question of what Tekken games have been used on the show before, and which it ones sure were for PS2. Man, this, uh, this was, like, the way the show was going tonight, we kept tiptoeing around mentioning, like, Tekken characters. I'm like, God, why the fuck does this keep happening? Like... 
DuckTales, you know, games where you can play as old men. Oh, what about Heihachi? Shut the fuck up. Don't say anything about Heihachi. <laughs> That's how it was on the N64, so when people kept talking about Gex. Talking about Gex. You know, after a fucking muscle march and it's, you know, like fucking army of Tekken composers, it's like, well, I have to mention that because that's why the music sounds so familiar, but damn it, like, I don't want to elaborate on it. <laughs> like, hmm. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, Tekken 5. You know, uh, if I wanted more, like, uh, timeliness and synergy for the show, I might have gone Tekken 7. But, you know, while I've been playing Tekken 7 recently, it's fine. But, uh,. You know, it inspired me to look back and really uh, do an inventory of what Tekken I played the most. And, man, Tekken 5... Oh, man, that game was the shit. Uh, I assume as avid Tekken players, you all played it as much as I did. Oh, I played this game so much. Yeah, yes. I would... Yes, you so, did. So, back in the days of Tekken 5, because uh, you, you said this had the PS2 controller things, right? So, make sure I'm talking about it, the right game. It um, did. I would actually bring my arcade-style PS2 controller and bring it to the arcade and plug it into the arcade <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> Just double down on them sticks, baby! <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a good way to be, man. It really just shows how serious you are. Lugging that fucking controller to a Japanese arcade. You know, just to use your own comfortable <laughs> sticks. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, fuck no, there's no Tekken 5 arcade cabinets in America. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, Tekken 5's fucking dope. Um, you know, it's actually funny. As I say, there are no Tekken 5 arcade cabinets in America. There is literally one two blocks away from my house. Um, they opened an arcade bar, uh, you know, at, in Midtown in Tallahassee, and the first night that I went in there, I was just like, is that Tekken 5? <laughs> like, I haven't played that in, you know, ten motherfucking years! Like, it's so funny how easy it is to move past, like, just numbered entries in these fighting games. It's like, you know, the next one comes out, you move on to that, you forget all about it, and then you see it in an arcade, it's like, oh yeah, Tekken 5 was the best Tekken! <laughs> like, why haven't I been playing an HD remake of Tekken 5? You know, don't don't give me Tekken 6. Tekken 6 sucked. You know, just give me Tekken 5 HD. This game was you, good, man. You really um, need to go on eBay and find a PS2 arcade stick and bring it with you to this bar. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be so... You know, just like the power move to be waiting inside Fire Betty's arcade with a fucking you know, PS2 joystick. You know, just like ready to go. Somebody drops in a quarter and then you drop another one in and then plug in. <laughs> just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold set up your, now. Set your controls on top of the existing arcade stick. <laughs> yeah, just, just fucking s slam your arcade stick down on their beer and make a mess and then just beat their ass in Tekken 5. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll give you the $6 for the beer, <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, beat it. Um, yeah, I should do that. That's a that's a real baller move. Um, but yeah, Tekken 5 is a lot of fun. Uh, that last theme was uh, probably the best song in the history of the Tekken series. That's Moonlit Wilderness from the stage Moonlit Wilderness. Um, you know, oh. it's, yeah, exactly. David, any <laughs> guesses as to where that stage takes place? I'm going to guess the wilderness, but if I had to mm -hmm. pick like and, a time? Right, and, and yeah, time of day. Yeah. And Night? what about, let's think about moon size. Um, oh, like weather conditions. I'm going to say clear skies and a full moon. Yes, <laughs> well observed, David. You know, you were able to you know, really reason your way through that one. Uh, but for real, no, that stage is really fucking, like, it's really beautiful. <laughs> like, it's, you know, just 
I don't know, like, it's funny because I, I almost forgot that Tekken 4 ever existed before I was kind of looking into the, you know, the music, and I'm like, oh yeah, everybody had Tekken 4 when the PS2, like, first came out, and then Tekken 5 just, like, greatly surpassed it, like, <laughs> Tekken 4, let's see, what did they add to the series? Walls. Ew. Okay, Tekken 5. <laughs> There's still some walls, but uh, we're back to the traditional Tekken, and also everything looks really fucking great. And, uh, the, you know, we added a couple of new characters. You know, there's fucking, uh, you know, Raven, new to the series. He's basically Blade. Fucking... So say, isn't he, like, the Black Ninja? <laughs> yes, and he's pretty fucking cool. You know, he's pretty cool in a 2004 kind of way. Like, you know, he's got some pretty dope-ass Oakleys on, and he will fuck you up. Ninja style. And I get the feeling that they probably got sued by Wesley Snipes or some shit for use of his likeness, because in Tekken 7 they replaced him with Master Raven, who is a woman. Um, it's like, yeah, we should probably get Snipes' face off that cabinet. Uh, he's kind of pissed. Yeah, that's all speculation. Probably didn't happen. Um, they also added Feng Wei, who is just, uh, you know, angry fucking, you know, Chinese guy. He's dope. He just want. he's kind of like... Kind of an evil Ryu wants to be uh, wants to be the strongest fighter in the world. Doesn't care who he fucking beats up in order to do it. Um, and then yeah, they added uh, Asuka, who is a really super cocky girl, who might be related to the main characters in the series. And uh, yeah, she's fine. And they kind of do away with that whole thing. They just make her a fun and confident girl for the rest of the games. But uh, yeah, man. Um, you know, I think this was just one of those games that was like right place, right time. It came out like right when I moved out from, uh, you know, after high school. <laughs> and me and the guys just hung out and played the shit out of this. Like, this was the Tekken that was in the PS2 all the time. Like, uh, yeah, because I was, you know, that's the thing. Whenever this showed up at the arcade, I'm like, how do I know every move in this game? Like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> like, I'm really good at this. <laughs> it's been years since I played this. Oh, right, muscle memory. And. Yeah, this was uh, this was always on. You, you go in your closet and you find your printed out game facts in a binder somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. All right. <laughs> God, this is such good uh, you know, fucking you know, text-based art that I made back in 05. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the game's fucking dope. It's uh, it's got great tunes, great fucking uh, you know PS2 uh, Tekken game. I'm trying to think of what else there is. Uh, it introduced, uh, you know, another generation of evil characters. That's one thing I love about the Tekken series. It is really hard to tell if there are any good guys in these games. Like, you know, normally in fighting games like Street Fighter, you got your, you know, basically your eight good guys and then your four bad guys, you know. And then, like, with Tekken, it's, nobody's very good. <laughs> like, if they're, a, if they're a good character, they're irrelevant to the story. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, by the time this one came out, it's like, you know, there's something like 25 or 30 characters in the game. And it's like, oh, King is dope, and just, you know, this great Mexican wrestling jaguar guy. You know, how does he affect the story? No, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> you can play as him, and he participated in the tournament, but uh, he's not important. He, he was just kind of doing his own thing. Oh, okay, well, what about, like, you know... <laughs> Paul, he's got the really tall hair. He's cool and silly and American. What's his role in the story? Uh, let's see. Paul's ending. He <laughs> practices really hard and punches through a wall and goes, Yeah! So and that's the whole thing. <laughs> Paul became the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah. And actually, so, no, actually, Paul, <laughs> Paul's ending is dope because then he 
apparently somehow knows there's an alien invasion coming, and he just goes like, "Bring it on, aliens!" <laughs> you never see anything yeah. about that. That never he happens. He is the literal embodiment of America. He punches yeah, exactly. a wall, celebrates, and then wants to fight aliens. He just celebrates his own strength. That's his whole oh, role. Man, in David gets political on the show. <laughs> yeah, boo yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I think Japan did that when they designed Paul and then turned him into a total idiot for the games. Like, you know, he does, he is not important. He's just you know an American with obnoxious hair. He's pretty well, great. It's kind of like in um, Street Fighter, they made the one American character Ken, like this cocky blonde guy, and then yeah. when they added another American character, they added Rufus, who's this giant fat guy whose official <laughs> art has him eating popcorn. I'm pretty sure they like Ruben America. Kyle. Yeah, Guile. Guile also, uh, you know, severely, you know, militaristic. So uh, (laughs) they got America on all fronts. (laughs) Yeah, Guile's in Street Fighter Two, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I love these games. It's funny, like Tekken Seven. Balrog, American. He also, yeah, yeah, Balrog also American, and you know, Balrog is actually M Bison. That's. That's yeah. a you know, well, you know, I was referring to the one that you probably played. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you were Japanese. David my plays bad. Japanese Street Fighter <laughs> I'll exclusively. I'll call you Emperor David San. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I I flubbed some Street Fighter knowledge, so I gotta like make up for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was just gonna say I love it. They released like Tekken Seven with a like a story focus this year, but it's like, is this story important? No, like. <laughs> You know, whenever you beat the game as one of the main characters in Tekken 5, you usually get some kind of ridiculous comedic ending. Like, Heihachi, if you beat the game as Heihachi, his ending is the other three characters that he hates. Jin, Kazuya, and fucking, uh, fuck, I can't even think of the other guy that Heihachi doesn't like. Um, shit. Who doesn't Heihachi like? Why can't I think of it? Well, whatever. It's the three characters that Heihachi is opposed to, all strapped onto a rocket, and they can just get blasted into outer space. And then it just cuts to him, like, looking at it through binoculars, and then just go, (laughs) 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 All those guys are back in the next series. They're in the next game. (laughs) It's like the serious story of the Tekken series. Isn't there a, like, robot girl fighting Yes, there is now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a very sexy cyborg who, you know, one of her moves is to hand you her head, it explodes, and then she regrows her head. It, you know, nothing matters in these games. <laughs> They're fucking great. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, the whole Mishima story, not important, and frequently whenever you beat the game, you get no, like, actual story to it. <laughs> like, I love it. It's, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite fighting games, and, you know, I think it's because it just doesn't take itself very seriously. It, it looks like it takes itself seriously, and then you win the game as, like, you know, Kuma, who's a giant bear, and you get an ending where Kuma takes control of Heihachi's company. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just Kuma, Kuma inking his paw and stamping documents, and then Heihachi comes in to ask for his company back, and Kuma pulls a Mr. Burns move and hits a button that opens a trap door, and That's it falls so- down. <laughs> That's adorable. It's so good. That's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah, um, I suggest that everybody play the Tekken games and watch all these endings, or should you not want to play the Tekken games, maybe do a quick Google of Tekken endings and just take in some of the uh, the choice ones, because yeah, you know, they are loaded with really shitty, uh, you know, like cutscenes mostly done in Tekken, like in the engine, they're nothing, nothing like rendered or special, 
and they're loaded with silly comedy. So, hmm, love, love the Tekken series. But, um, yeah, uh, Tekken 5's dope, and, um, I don't know, man. I love it. Is it time to move on, Johnny? I think so. I think Game it is. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella Mice, ladies and gentlemen.
That was oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's Real cool. Nice. All right, it's trivia time. <clears throat> Unused files in the game's data suggest that it was originally possible to access a palette selection screen where the player would have been able to change the colors of the characters, but it was scrapped for unknown reasons. It would have been possible to choose up to 13 different color palettes. guys you feeling good or you need some more or what's up i got the series nailed down yeah i definitely have the series <laughs> yeah yeah okay. um but yeah no well, in terms of the actual got, fuck um one second right in my let's see we got johnny says uh kirby superstar ultra john says kirby mass attack and David is still furiously writing. And he picked... Oh, God, it's it's uh, not coming in. Return Kirby, to Dreamland. Return to Dreamland. Okay, and uh, John is right with Kirby Mass Attack. Yeah! <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you, any of you guys played this game? I uh, have. I never finished it, but I have played it. Oh, it's good. It's like... Basically, it's like if you mixed Gangs of New York with Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because basically, basically, okay, so the evil uh, villain, I forget who it is, but he, he turns Kirby into a bunch of little Kirbys. Bill the Butcher. And so basically, 
you control ten little Kirby's that walk around as a gang, and like you're like, oh, I see that Waddle Dee over there. So then you just you uh, use your stylus to fling the Kirby's at the Waddle Dee, and so then you just got ten Kirby's just pounding the Waddle Dee to death, just all on. <sighs> like he doesn't eat people in this game; he just punches them to death with little Kirby's, and it's it's pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that sounds a lot like. Have you ever seen videos of how Japanese honeybees deal with wasps invasions? Yeah. yeah like, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Totally what it is. Uh, hell yeah. Um, man, yeah, shit. You know, that was, a, that was a nice shot in the dark there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh. It was. Yeah. It's, uh, the composer is uh, Shog Shogo Sakai. And he's done, like, a lot of good stuff. He did, like, Rampage on the NES, Bad Hell Dudes, yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Um, let's see. He did Mother 3, uh, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Gotta love that guy, um, man. A Kirby Squeak Squad. And he did some music for uh, some Smash Brother games and also Virtual Fighter 2 on the Genesis. But, but yeah, uh, you know, so. thanks to that last song, you know, because uh, I was feeling Kirby. And then that last song confirmed Kirby, but also was clearly not the same song that I used for our 2016 mixtape from Kirby Planet Robobot. It was a different version yeah. of DDD's theme, so that made me just Google Kirby series and start going backwards. And it's like, let's see, like, I just, it, it was like, it was Triple Deluxe or Mass <laughs> Attack. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going Mass Attack. If it's Triple Deluxe, I'll feel okay for, you know, for getting that wrong. But, you know, something tells me Jesse was into Mass Attack. <laughs> we're, we're, we used to really try to hide how much we Google on this show. We've become very open about it, I feel like. Hey, it was, it was a confirming Google. You know, I just needed a list of Kirby games. <laughs> like, well, that's, that's all I, was, I needed. That's how I got to return to Dreamland. I was like, okay, it's definitely a Kirby game. It's definitely a newer Kirby game. Yep. I feel like it's not triple deluxe, so I'm going to say Return to Dreamland because I think that's like the next oldest. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I mean, was, I was uh, essentially just using Game Night Tune history against itself. It worked out really well. So, uh, hmm. you know, it's I didn't all good. Google shit. No, I totally... <laughs> and you got it wrong, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is why you're not going to make the finals, man. <laughs> like, it's all just absurdity, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you got to step your game up, son. <laughs> like, we didn't even explain what the rules are for the month, and you have to step your game up. I know. I, like, I realized that halfway through. I was like, I don't think we actually... <laughs> What are we Explain doing? What August absurdity is? <laughs> yeah, well, this How absurd. it's absurd, and you're back. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, the celebration tonight is return of Jesse, but uh, yeah, the the celebration for the month is uh, we're all coming for David. So, hey, look, he's wearing his crown again. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah. It, well, I think we're just doing aggregate what? points until the finals, and then somebody gets to challenge David for the crown. So uh, that's what why is it Booker I Google. T said, John. Um, I forget. What did he say? Do you remember? Dude, I'm no, I'm no good with Booker T. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh, I thought he's he said a, Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting real philosophical. It was either Socrates or Booker T that said, uh... <laughs> we gotta get you. We're coming for you. No, that, that was definitely oh, yeah, Socrates. That was definitely Socrates that said, hold up, I drank what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it see, it took me a second to process what you were asking. I'm like, oh, right, that wholly inappropriate quote that I won't be recreating for the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> David Fleming, we're coming for you! 
like, no. Also, also shout out to the two listeners who will get that Socrates joke. Oh man, I'm telling you, this is just you know the week for for fucking really specific jokes. I managed to squeeze in a fucking world's strongest man joke. We got Socrates jokes. I mean, like this is game that tune to just like the fullest extent of inscrutability. <laughs> like no one knows what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> that sounds absurd. Oh, God, I don't, I don't have a touchscreen computer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, where'd it go? How absurd! <laughs> I'm gonna edit out that space and make it seem like I was on it. Um, <laughs> Damn it! You never do that yeah, for me, John. Yes, emulation. You should definitely. Although I don't know how you could play this. Could you use a mouse as a stylus? Um, uh, maybe. Yeah. No. Honestly. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait. For for uh, Nintendo DS emulation, yeah, it's it's complicated, but you you totally use the mouse as a stylus. Um. But you have to like click and hold. You can't just like drag your finger around oh, okay. the, around the touchpad. So it unfortunately is somewhat complicated. But should yeah. a evil, awful person f- feel the desire to emulate a Nintendo DS game, it's possible. You know, it'd be better with a corded mouse than uh, than like a touchpad mouse. But uh, yeah, so oh, yeah. Kirby tr- uh, Kirby Mass Attack is just throwing Kirby's. It's is it Kirby Pikmin? Is that kind of what I'm getting? Yeah. In a way, yeah. I dig it. Yeah. But with more bludgeoning. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I love the I love the artwork. He can also get yeah. really uh he there's a power up where he gets really big, so it's like ten giant Kirby's just s- destroying stuff. You Hell know? yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. Nice. <laughs> I love it. You like r- ripping vines out of the ground and pulling <laughs> up giant like vegetables to crush your enemies with. Like it's very violent for a Kirby <laughs> game. It's good, man. Kirby, ne- you know, based on his American appearance in which he always has angry eyes, he needs to be a little bit more violent. <laughs> I keep buying these games thinking they're going to be these hyper violent just like really brutal <laughs> games based on Kirby's appearance and he's just never that angry. <laughs> like <laughs> it somehow just never makes it off the box and into the game. He's just so happy and pink. You got me thinking you of know. an M-rated Kirby game now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bro, you know, you want to go all the way back to episode 6 of Game That Tune when we <laughs> talked Mortal Kirby combat? Because I'm into it. Like, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Like, you have such an encyclopedic knowledge of this show. Like, <laughs> or it's just like a Kirby game where it's a regular Kirby game inhales enemies he copies their abilities but when he inhales them it shows him like sucking their skin and flesh off of their bones yes or you know when when you copy their ability it goes to a brief cutscene of them being very quickly digested inside his body and screaming for help (laughs) (laughs) oh god stop (laughs) you just like and if you want to make it like super realistic it's all like like powers like you absorb the mailman's powers so like you can like <laughs> deliver letters and stuff or <laughs> yeah we need we need a game focused on like, Kirby's day to day life <laughs> I just imagine you see that first cutscene of the guy screaming for help but being digested you just like pause the game and just like take take your dog for a walk around the block and, like <laughs> I gotta go outside oh, come for a bit on, man. Yeah. I'm just imagining a Kirby game where it's just like you get pissed off, not that you inhaled the sleep enemy, but that you inhaled the mailman enemy, and now you have a 9 to 5 job. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, exactly. And now you've committed a felony. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, 
Kirby game set in just <laughs> like the realistic world of Law and Order where you really should not inhale anybody <laughs> is uh, that's a really interesting game. Like, yeah, you know, you encounter a puzzle and it's like I could really use a hammer, and then there's a construction worker like just doing something. It's like you couldn't, you know, you could inhale him and get his hammer power and fig- you know finish this fucking puzzle. But if there's a cop around, you're gonna get a wanted level. <laughs> like, yeah. Kirby with a GTA police meter. Yeah, dude, I would love it. Did you like, just, <laughs> uh, all did the you just eat that man whole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, stop right there. <laughs> Hands up. Where, where did you get that hammer? <laughs> Why is there just a... not, not, not me? Yeah. Did you just knock did, that man out Kirby with a giant a punch glove, <laughs> and now his hat is spinning near the construction site? Like, I think you did. Gonna have to bring in for questioning. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that uh, that is what happens at some point in the Kirby series. Because again, if you if you really dig deep into the Kirby series, there's dark elements to it. You know, none darker than the Very. reality that we live in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, dude. That, that um, one Kirby game with iced tea. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, if they had special victims unit Kirby, like. You know, a Kirby game where you're, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> where you're partnered with Ice-T solving crimes and, you know, you have to not inhale the witness or, like, not, in, you know, not inhale the fucking, you know, the actual, like, guy that committed the crime. Like, you know, I could have this guy inhaled right now. We'd be out of our hair. That's not justice, Kirby. He has to stand in court for what he's done. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining that. Ice tea. Damn it, Kirby, you're just living in dreamland. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining that, like, Ice tea law and order meme. They're just like, oh, yeah, they found him with a mixture of Pepto Bismol, crack cocaine, and marijuana. Forces him to go around eating constantly. Kids call it Kirby. (laughs) (laughs) Found him with a combination of Poppy Brothers Jr. and a bunch of apples in his system. Kids calling it Wispy Woods. It's a nootropic from the dark web. (laughs) What? (laughs) This shit's crazy. (laughs) There's a new drug on the streets. They're calling it Star Rod. Hell yeah. The kid thinks he's saving big, nightmares. From big drug kingpin down on the east side, calls himself Triple D. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. So we need to contact our buddy that made that iced tea meme generator and have him make the same thing, but it has just a whole Kirby bank of fucking things to pull from. <laughs> like, John, get on that. Okay. Um... Jesse, anything else on a Kirby mass attack, which we've covered thoroughly at this point? (laughs) Just just if you get a chance to play it, it's really good. Uh, I think the DS Kirby games have all been pretty good. Like, uh, Canvas Curse was really cool. Um, I I was thinking, I can't really think of a bad Kirby game, you know? No, there there aren't many bad Kirby games, Uh, you know. It's uh, it's a great series, kind of an underrated series, uh, a lot of fun. So um, yeah, you know, always worth checking out when they when they make a Kirby game. But uh, anyway, uh, are we doing a uh, doing calculating computer, Johnny? Uh, I mean, we can. Fuck yeah! All right. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Beeps. There's that space. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... 
Jesse Moore. I did terrible. It doesn't matter. You're back on the show. <laughs> you <Yep>. win. <laughs> that's uh, that's the whole point. Yeah, you made the return. You get to play some bonus tunes, man. It's been too long since we've heard oh some Jesse bonus tunes. So, uh, fuck yeah, uh, man. Great game. In reality, in the uh, the reality of August Absurdity, you're currently sitting in second place for the David <laughs> Challenge. So that's true. So. Again, for those that uh, didn't get it because we never explained it, <laughs> uh, you know, we're just aggregating our points for the next several weeks, and then in the last week of August, one of us gets to go head to head against David. So most points wins. Currently, I have two. Uh, Jesse has one, and John Regan has a big, solid zero. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great job, John. I'll give you one of the you know the August absurdity sounds. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Johnny, you got a little bit of work to do. Uh, you know, nobody picks Sega games next week. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> fucking great game tonight, guys. So glad to have you back on the show, Jesse. This was fucking great. Um, yeah. I'm glad to be back. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm beyond ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, it's going to be a fun month, fun tournament. And uh, you know we're not doing uh, we're not doing any questions of the week, so we're gonna do some nice tight shows. So uh, we're bringing this bitch in for a landing. Thanks, uh, thanks to everybody that's uh, watching along live with us tonight. Twitch.tv/gamethattune, uh, live on Facebook, Facebook.com/gamethattune, YouTube Gaming, search for Game That Tune. Uh, we got you know our live shows there, and we also have a lot of fun streaming stuff. John was streaming Cave Story this week, and I've been doing some Splatoon too. So we got some fun stuff coming on that uh, on that live stream, baby pay attention uh <laughs> if you want uh fun exclusives from us you should check out patreon.com slash game that tune uh five bucks gets you fun exclusives like our recently released metal gear solid mixtape and soon jesse's best of jesse mixtape from uh you know from like all the games that he picked early on in the show it's a great selection of tunes from game that tune history um, and while I'm mentioning that, special thanks to our Patreon superfan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are great. Keep the request coming, and uh, thanks again for your support. Uh, let's see. You can follow us on Twitter at GTTPod. We want requests for August Absurdity. Get them in by uh, sending them to us on Twitter or shooting us an email, gamethattune at gmail.com. Uh, check out GameThatTune.com or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts on Wednesday mornings for your podcast version of Game That Tune. Um, Johnny, am I forgetting anything? I think we, uh, I think I've covered everything. <laughs> uh, we've got a new flipbook out that you can print out and have Game That Tune wherever you go by just flipping some pages. Um, I'm trying to, I just had to think of like obscure ass media that we could do. I was say that doesn't sound real. <laughs> yeah, we got a game that tune cassette tape. Yeah. I mentioned the mixtapes are actual the tapes brand now. New UMD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got game that tune. You know, uh, live show replays on ultraviolet with a download code. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. HD DVD. Don't yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, porn didn't back it, but Game That Tune did. So get your Game That Tune HD DVDs. <laughs> um, coming, soon, coming soon, vinyl releases of Game That Tune episodes. <laughs> oh, man, I would hey, love you know, uh, that. There's a podcast, Tell Them Steve Dave. They do a lot of uh, vinyl releases of their <laughs> That's shows. That's fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> all of, all yeah. of these yeah. physical media releases will come to you via our carrier pigeon. 
service. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it's you know it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no. Follow us on Twitter at GTT Pod. Follow me on Twitter at JGangsta187. Follow John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan Jr. Follow David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And follow Jesse Moore, this week's winner. Welcome back to the show on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. Fuck yeah, man! So Jesse. You got the bonus tunes tonight. What are you What are you taking us out with? Well, I've always this is my favorite uh, Kirby and uh, mystery song mashup that I've just it's it's the best thing on the internet and the video is perfect. So just can't wait. Times roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah! <laughs> so when the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard. If a nigga get an attitude, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard. I got the rodeo on my arm and I'm pouring Chandon and I roll the best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a nice dude, this a nice dream See these ice cubes, see these ice creams Eligible bachelor, million dollar bow That's whiter than what's building down your throat The phantom, exterior like fish eggs The interior like suicide bus red I can exercise you, this could be your fizz ad Cheat on your man, ma, that's how you get a his ad Killer with the B, I know killers in the street With the still to make you feel like you're chiller in the heat So don't try to run up on my ear Talking all that raspy shit Trying to ask me shit when my niggas feel your best, they ain't gon' pass me shit You should think about it, take a second Matter of fact, you should take 4B And think before you fuck a little skateboard B when the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard. If a nigga get an attitude, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard. I got the rodeo on my arm and I'm pouring Chandon and I roll the best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a gangster, but y'all knew that. The big boss dog, yeah, I had to do that. I keep a blue flag hanging on my backside, but only on the left side. Yeah, that's the crib side. Ain't no other way to play the game the way I play. I cut so much you thought I was a DJ. Two, if it, if it, one, yeah, three. S C A double O P D O double G. I can't fake it, just break it. And when I take it, see, I specialize in making all the girls get naked. So bring your friends, all of y'all come inside. We got a world premiere right here, not getting lost. So don't change the diesel, turn it up a little I got a living room full of fine dime bristles Waiting on the vessel, the diesel, and the shizzle G's to the bissack, now ladies here we get so when the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard, drop it like it's hard. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard, park it like it's hard. If a nigga get an attitude, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard, pop it like it's hard. I got the rodeo on and I'm pouring Chandon and I roll the best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a band boy with a lot of hoes, drive my own cars and wear my own clothes. I hang out tough, I'm a real boss, big Snoop Dogg, yeah, he's so sharp. On the TV screen and in the magazines, if you play me close, you want a red bean. Oh, you got a gun, so you want to pop back, AK-47, now, nigga.
nigga, stop that. See me shoes, now I'm on the move. Your family's crying, now you on the news. They can't find you, and now they miss you. Must I remind you, I'm only here to twist you. Pistol whip you, dip you, then flip you, then dance to this motherfucking music we crib to. Subscribe, nigga, get your issue. Baby, come close, let me see how you get loose. That's how it ends. And drop <laughs> it like it's hot. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, man. Um, Meteos is copyright 2005 Q Entertainment. DuckTales is copyright 1989 Disney Enterprises and Capcom Company Limited. Muscle March is copyright 2010 Bandai Namco Entertainment Incorporated. Tekken 5 is copyright 2004 Namco Limited. Kirby Mass Attack is copyright 2011 HAL Laboratory Incorporated and Nintendo of America Incorporated.